Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. Hunter Lowry here. I'm a financial advisor, and my goal is to help you to create a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. All right, guys, it is February 22nd today. It's Wednesday, Ash Wednesday today. And if you're not a Catholic or a Christian and don't celebrate Ash Wednesday, this is not a religious podcast, of course, but I just want to give you a little bit of background on what Ash Wednesday is so that you will get the metaphor here. <laughs> so basically, Ash Wednesday, it's the start of the season of Lent within the Catholic Church, which basically Lent commemorates the 40 days that Jesus spent fasting in the desert and enduring temptation by Satan. So he was tempted over and over by Satan, but he resisted, and overall, at the end of the Lenten season, he, of course, ended up being crucified on the cross where he died to forgive us all of our sins. So, I mean, that is such a, <laughs> such a Spark Notes version. You could talk about Lent and the meaning behind it and what Jesus did for us during this time. I mean, for forever. <laughs> it's one of the most important seasons in the church, you know, as is Christmas season. But um, for Ash Wednesday... And just to mark the beginning of the season, we go to Mass and you get a the sign of the cross drawn onto your forehead, which signifies our mortal life here on earth and reminds us that we are not here forever and we need to repent and ask for God's forgiveness so that we can have eternal life with him. And it's, it's definitely a very deep metaphor and it's a very, very important symbol in the Catholic faith. But... Um, anyways, I'm walking around all day with these ashes on my forehead in the sign of a cross. And when I was growing up, I went to Catholic school my entire life. Actually, from kindergarten all the way up until I graduated high school, I was in Catholic school. I remember when I first started college, I had to change my entire wardrobe because I had never gone to school without wearing uh, you know, khaki shorts or khaki pants and a specific school collared shirt. I, <laughs> I had never had the option to wear whatever I want. So that was a really, really weird thing when I started going to college. But when I was growing up in Catholic school, you know, that was part of the deal. We used to go to church every single Wednesday, all the way from kindergarten through eighth grade. Once we hit high school, we only went on holy days of obligation. But um, every Wednesday, kindergarten through eighth grade, we went to Catholic school or went to mass uh, at school and you had to wear green or white. Everybody looked the same. But when it was Ash Wednesday, every single kid in school, they of course had the ashes on their forehead. And it used to be a thing. I remember going around to all your friends like, yeah, sucks for you. You got your your cross looks weird. <laughs> but every single person had them on their forehead. So you didn't really pay attention to it after a while. And it's kind of no biggie. You, you basically forget they're even there. So now, of course, you're not around or I'm not around all of my friends throughout the day that have ashes on their heads as well. 
you know, once you leave mass in the morning, everyone goes their separate ways. And instead of back in middle school, when it was strange if somebody did not have their ashes, now out in the real world, I didn't see a single person all day that had ashes on their forehead. I was the only person everywhere that I went. And I actually I had a lunch meeting this afternoon that I recently got back from. Uh, but we went to a local restaurant in a strip mall area. Uh, and when we went in to get our table, the hostess, she was obvious. <laughs> like it was so apparent that she was just staring at my forehead and probably thinking, what in the world is this weirdo doing? And she kept trying to look away. She felt uncomfortable. I mean, you could see it. She didn't really know what to do. She would try to look away, but then when she would come back and uh, look me in the eyes, her, her eyes would start to wander and they just stare right at my forehead. It was just so obvious that that was happening. And then also in my meeting this morning, we have a, a weekly Zoom call with our company with Sierra Ridge and kind of just going over uh, what's going on with the company and, and uh, good things that other advisors are doing, all that sorts of stuff. But someone said in the meeting, oh, Hunter, I see you hit mass day, got the ashes going. And <laughs> I keep forgetting that they're even there because I can't feel them. But the second that I walk by a mirror or someone says something, my initial reaction right away is to think, Oh geez, I need to wipe these things off. I just, I need to take these off of me. This is embarrassing. It's uncomfortable to be the only one with them on my face. It looks weird. You know, nobody's gonna care if I just wipe them off. Jesus is not gonna be mad at me. And <laughs> biblically, I, I could be wrong with my interpretation here, but this is at least the way that I think of it. Um, you know, of the, having these ashes on my face from a religious standpoint, I kind of think that it's also to keep them on in order to signify your faith and stand by what you believe in. Plus, you know, it also does bring about some good conversations. I actually had some good conversations today of people asking why Catholics partake in this. So in terms of standing by, you know, what you believe in, in the Bible, Judas said that he would never, ever betray Jesus. He said that he would always stand by his side. But then he gave in and he gave in for some money. And the Romans, they offered him basically a reward. And then Judas gave Jesus away to them. And he really, really regretted doing this. So just from a faith perspective, I kept telling myself, it really is not like back in those days when all of this was taking place and you might have been killed and martyred for following Jesus and following what you believed in at that time. I mean, think of that pressure that Jesus comes and tells you to trust in him, to believe that he is the son of God and that he will save you from your sins. And then the Roman Empire comes offering you bribes or brute force maybe and just forcing you to turn Jesus in and to betray him. That's a ton of pressure. That's a lot of faith. Just keeping these ashes on my forehead and feeling weird, I mean, in comparison, that should be really, really easy. But <laughs> I'm telling you, seriously, I really wanted to keep wiping them off my head all day long. I had to fight the temptation to do it. So again, not a religious podcast, but overall, just the, the act of having these on my forehead, it made me feel something today that I know a lot of people feel within their financial lives, personal lives, you know, all sorts of stuff. Nobody wants to feel different. We all have a herd mentality and we want to do what causes less stress, what makes us fit in, and we don't want to put negative attention on ourselves. You know, I had a buddy the other day. I, uh, I invited him to go grab lunch so that we could catch up and I asked if he wanted to get sushi. And he said, Hunter, I am super into grab lunch and I'm really sorry, but can we go get a burger instead? I'm trying to save up to remodel my bathroom and pay for it in cash for my new house. 
And I was said, dude, of course. And <laughs> I was I was pumped up for him. I was excited. I mean, way to go. You have something you wanted to accomplish and you're being disciplined about doing it right. I don't care if we go grab a burger or make ham sandwiches at home. I just wanted to hang out and catch up. But how easy would it have been for him to say, oh man, Hunter wants to get sushi. Ugh, who cares? I can spend an extra 40 bucks at lunch today. It's just one time and I really don't want Hunter to think I'm a weirdo or a or that I'm being cheap. But then if he does that, then that happens over and over and over. And all of a sudden, five months go by, he didn't save as much as he wanted, and maybe now he has to put the remodel on a credit card instead of paying it for cash like he originally wanted to. Most people, I really do not think, would have sent that text. They probably would have felt what he was feeling, that he didn't want to spend the extra money, but they would have just given in and just went with it so they didn't look lame or cheap or poor. But funny thing, this buddy of mine makes a lot of money. He's actually probably one of my most financially successful friends, but he does so well because he takes these goals seriously and he doesn't let other people's opinion take him off track from his goals that he has. So again, I was having all these thoughts throughout the day uh, every single time that I started to feel uncomfortable about having these ashes on my forehead and looking different than everybody else. But within your spiritual journey, your financial journey, whatever it may, might be, a lot of times you're going to have to ignore that feeling and not fall into the trap of the herd mentality and just going along with what everybody else is doing. Because a lot of times what everybody else and what the herd is doing is wrong. So stand out from the crowd, invest in yourself, and do the things that you need to do even when it's not that cool. I promise your future self is gonna thank you. So if I can ever help out, if you ever wanna talk about your financial goals and talk about a game plan to help you reach those goals while taking on the least amount of risk, you can always book a one-on-one -on -one discovery call with myself. Go to hunterlowry.com. There's a link there to my personal calendar. I would love to meet you and love to chat. So with that, everybody, it's a great day to have a great day. Take care.